We're back at it for another week on the Tyler Glenn Show, the show about food and fun places and the mayhem of life. Thank you so much for joining us on this Monday, September the 11th. We'll take a look back 22 years ago. Everyone remembers where they were, who they were with, and what they were doing on this day 22 years ago. But today is also the start of our first full week of school. So let's get coffee in hand and get ready to roll. You can do this. It's going to be a long one. And you know what's waiting for us at the end of this week? Oh, yeah. Three great words that every grease-loving, food truck-loving, food-loving... Corn dog, pizza, deep fried pierogi loving person in Manitoba loves to hear food truck wars. Food truck wars. That's what's coming up next weekend. So if we can just get through this week at the other end, just put the corn dog on the end of the proverbial stick that normally holds a carrot. As they say with the horse, right? The the carrot and stick. Put, put the carrot at the end of the stick, and the, and the horse will just keep clop, clip, clop, clip, clop, clip, clop towards the carrot, but the horse never gets there. The carrot is just is just that motivation to get to keep moving forward. So I want you to picture, and and at the end of that stick is something very delicious waiting for you at your favorite food truck. Oh, maybe it's a, a churro. Maybe it's a footlong hot dog. Maybe it's a uh, bacon cheese double super duper deep fried pizza with Parmesan cheese on it. Food Truck Wars is coming up this weekend, and so we're going to count down to that. United Way Garage Sale, that is a big, big deal. That's also coming up this weekend. How Misbehaven says, okay, enough about the game. How about those cute guys in those tights? Thank you, Misbehaven. Uh, that is not something that generally is tossed around as we watch the game. That would be funny, though. How about them guys, hey? In those tights, hey? Yeah. Joe must be working out. Yeah. That number 10, he's uh, he must be doing like some serious squats or something like that. That's how it would turn to. Yeah, I guess so, eh? Like, uh, and then that's how you watch the CFL. Everything ends with A. Like, imagine getting hiked the ball, eh? You got that butt in your face, eh? This has been watching the CFL. Oh, was the Bombers, eh? <laughs> The Bombers kind of bombed Saskatchewan, eh? And the NFL, it's, huh? The Vikings lost. Huh? Huh? Eh? Huh? Eh? Huh? Eh? Huh? Sounds like a donkey. It is Sunrise Credit Union Center. Here is inside the arena. They got some nice seats up there and lots of room behind. So standing room for moms and dads. Good morning, Minnedosa. Uh, Congratulations on the big new rank. That's a nice-looking rink in Menendez. Ooh, that is uh, going to be a nice place to host some kind of trade show or wedding or reunion or when they have a uh, any kind of community event in Menendez. Holy cow! And they've got some some of those nice stadium seats from when you're watching hockey. That's pretty cool. Very nice. This is inside Menendez's new arena, and then we got dignitaries saying, "Welcome, welcome." Cut the ribbon, don't cut the cheese. The cheese is to eat, and the ribbon is to cut. That's how these things are done. Don't cut the cheese. Cut the ribbon. Oh, there's pipes. Congratulations, Menendez. They will uh, make good use of this. There's the walking track. Okay, now we can move on with life. So there you go. Lots of uh, great stuff happening in Southern Manitoba. Congratulations 
on uh, the opening of Sunrise Credit Union Center. Ah, and uh, we're going to have a preview of Food Truck Wars. It's coming up after 7.30, uh, along with our uh, look back at 9-11. That is coming up after 7.30 as well. I do want to say good morning to our friends at uh, Sunrise Credit Union and congratulate them on the new arena. 19 branches, Boulder, Boisevain, Brandon, Cypress River, Deloraine, Grandview, Hartney, Holland, Laurier, Melita, Menidosa, Reston, Sandy Lake, Show Lake, St. Rose, Strathclair, Treehern, Verdon, and Waskata. Part of the cooperative movement, Sunrise. Sunrise Credit Union contributes close to half a million dollars annually to sporting events, teams, clubs, and nonprofits. Consolidation loans are a big thing right now as people take all the th- all their debts and roll them into one handy-dandy consolidation loan. Come and see Sunrise Credit Union and get your ducks in a row. They'll help you do that at an affordable rate. It will help to make your life easier. See Sunrise Credit Union for a consolidation loan today. Sunrise Credit Union. And co-ops of Westman getting set for Fuel Good Day. It has been confirmed I'm going to be at Heritage Co-op Gas Bar on Richmond Avenue from 1 until 3 on September the 19th. So two-hour window that you can come by and say hi. Everybody got that? Come by. I'm going to put gas in your tank. Get a high five, a hug, and a selfie. I want to see how many pictures I can take with Sun Seekers. We are going to raise money for the food bank here in Brandon. Uh, local food banks for Brandon. Valley View, Melita Pearson, Kenton, and Verdon. They're going to raise funds for the legions in Melita, Kenton, and Verdon, along with the Southwest Library in Pearson. And Nipua, uh, funds from the Nipua Handy Van and Plumas Little Pirates Children's Care. Twin Valley, uh, it'll go to Sunnyside Manor, Russell Personal Care Home, uh, Elkwood Manor, and the Birch Lodge Personal Care Home. And in Boundary at Boundary Co-op, the money will go to the Delarain Minor Ball, Westman Animal Rescue, Killarney Services, uh, Services for Seniors. And uh, again, in Brandon, it will go to the um to the food banks so again jot it down because i'd love to see you i really really would one till three heritage co-op richmond avenue i'll pump gas and mess up your window totally i won't damage it but i will take those bugs and i will wash the window and and it'll be you you will come in seeing out of the front of your car you will leave not being able to see out of the front of your car because i will attempt to clean the window with the squeegee but i will do nothing more than make a complete disaster of it you can guarantee it so when else could you enjoy having your window cleaned and make it a complete disaster and, and leave with a smile, but knowing that you're helping the community. Only one day a year. Only one day. And that day is uh, September the 19th, okay? Um, we're going to uh, look at the current events, and that involves our prime minister, who is currently stuck in India. And uh, it looks like they still, t- this morning, cannot get his plane the going here. prime minister's here. plane is sitting on the tarmac in Delhi. It was scheduled to depart Sunday after the G20 summit wrapped, but it never left. The military discovered a problem as it was preparing for takeoff. This incident is kind of a sad metaphor for Canada in a couple ways. And the prime minister has a plane that doesn't work reliably and he doesn't have a house to live in reliably. 24 Sussex, the prime minister's official residence, is uninhabitable. 
A replacement aircraft was delivered to Ottawa, but it was not ready in time for the G20. Since Trudeau's been in office, his plane has broken down multiple times. In 2016, on his way to Belgium for trade talks. And again in 2019, his backup plane was grounded. Jeez, what is with our cars? We can't get things to work properly. Reflects the choices that this government has made. This government has made choices that say defense and anything related to it simply is not important. And therefore, Good we're not Lord. spend money on it. It's another complication for Trudeau on an India trip. His visit in 2018 was problem plagued, but for different. Okay, whoa, 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 whoa. And for those on the podcast, I pause this because we are seeing Justin Trudeau, Prime Minister of Canada and the Prime Minister of India. Forgive me, I don't know his name. But the last time that he was in India, he looked a little different. I'm speaking of the Prime Minister. He had that big costume on. He had that, the attire. Do you remember? And he was like totally into it. What ha- what happened? There's no attire this time. Hmm, he's toned it down a little bit. He's toned it down. And he got a bit of a tongue lashing from, from, from the guy on the right. He did. Uh, because there are protests happening in Canada uh, involving some of their internal matters in India. And the prime minister said, well, we believe in protests. We believe that Canadians are allowed to go to the streets and protest when they don't believe that that something should be happening. <clears throat> you sorry, sorry, what was that? Can you can you say that again for people in the back, JT? In protests? It like in, in our in our country? Like in Canada? Is that is that true? Really? <laughs> Why am I talking like this? I don't know. <laughs> what a goofball. I kind of like the fact this plane is stuck there. I'm such a bad person. Does this make me a bad person that I just like him sitting there con- thinking? Think about what you've done. Like the kid in the corner. You sit in the corner and I want you to think about all the bad things you did, mister. Like you would a four-year-old. Anyway. Different reasons. Five years later, and his relationship with Indian Prime Minister Narendra Modi is not improving. This happens to be one where a uh, moment in time in which uh, relations are perhaps a little more strained than they've been in oh, the yeah. past. The two had a sit down behind closed doors in New Delhi after a weekend of stilted oh, handshakes. He's got a scarf. You read into what you like. Modi raised the issue of what he calls anti-India activities of extremist elements in Canada. While Trudeau says he brought up foreign election interference by India in Canadian democracy. Diaspora Canadians make up a huge proportion of our country. Oh my God, I'm letting this guy talk on my show. Express themselves. Okay, I, uh, you know what? The problem with the Prime Minister's plane is a wrinkle in his week-long trip to Asia. Is a wrinkle. Well, you know what, the rest of the stuff, I mean, he kind of... He did poorly in India. They don't care for him in India. And then his plane broke down. What are some other things that I would like to see Justin go through in the next 90 days to make to humble him a little bit, to make him more like us? And the first thing that jumps into my mind is I'd like to see his credit card refused. He's sitting there and it's like, oh, sir, this is your bill. Well, thank you. Uh, sir. Your card has been declined. What? My car just broke down. My airplane just broke down. My car is my card has been declined. I'd like to see that. That's next. That is next. Could you could picture this in your mind? 
Oh God, what? Where do the whites go? What are the what? Did, how come I keep losing these socks? That damn it! I don't have time for this. Oh my God! Oh, this is so difficult. Oh, I don't know how normal people do this. Justin does his own laundry. Justin gets his credit card refused. Justin's car and plane breaks down. I think it could be a show. We'll call it Real Life with Justin. Real Life with Justin. It's a fun little game we like to play where every day he does something cool that all the rest of us do that he didn't because he had a silver spoon up his nose. Yes, Justin, it's real life time with Justin. It's real life time with Justin. Real life. I'm going to start my own network of weird shows. On this episode of It's Just in Real Life with <coughs> This week, on Real Life with Justin, a paper straw takes him out. We need the RCMP in here. Stat, Justin is choking on a straw. Who's going to help him? Who's going to help him? I'm not. I'm busy. I'm busy, too. Who else can do it? I don't know. Should we just leave him? Maybe. It's a paper straw. Nobody likes them. Quick. See if you can find a plastic bag and we'll turn it. Oh, wait a second. We can't. There's no plastic bags. Wait a second. Michelle says uh, needs to sit in the AR or the the AR, the ER, the weighing room for hours. It's Justin. (sighs) How long is this going to take? I twisted my ankle playing Frisbee in an Ottawa park. Why is this taking so long? Who's running this place? Justin, it's partly your decisions while you're waiting in the emergency room for 12 hours to see see a doctor. Small things, says Quentin, uh, like losing a phone or someone removing one wiper blade off his car. (laughs) Son of a... It's Justin. Justin. Real life with Justin. Enough fun with Justin. Hey, there is a wedding show coming up. I want you to put this on your calendar. September the 23rd, okay? Because the backyard on Aberdeen is going to be there. And the backyard on Aberdeen is sponsor of the Tyler Glenn Show. A beautiful indoor-outdoor full-service venue for corporate meetings, grad dinners, birthday parties, the perfect happily ever after. And they'll do complete turnkey parties, weddings, corporate dinners at your site or at the backyard on Aberdeen. Now, they're going to be at this wedding show. They're going to be part of the amazing lineup of vendors September 23rd, hosted by Weddings by Abbey. Now, this too is a new business, 1625B on 1st Street. It's between Tim's at 1st and Richmond. Think of that. The Tim Hortons, that little strip mall with the convenience store, the Mexican restaurant, Tim's, and Crocus Plains High School. So you go past Tim's on 1st Street. On the left-hand side, if you're headed south, you'll find Abbey. Weddings by Abbey. That's where this wedding show is going to be on September 23rd from 11 till 5. In the meantime, call or email to book a free consultation or visit the showroom at 203 on Princess across from the Centennial Auditorium, the backyard on Aberdeen. And Tim Hortons of Western Manitoba, sponsors of the Tyler Glenn Show. Of course, they have got uh, 10 locations to serve you, and we say good morning to each and every one of them and thank them for being sponsors in Brandon, Verdon, Nipah, Dauphin, and Mooseman, Saskatchewan, where fall has arrived with a complete pumpkin spice lineup. Pumpkin spice cold brew, pumpkin spice latte, pumpkin spice ice cap, and pumpkin spice ice latte. Their fall food lineup includes the delicious new twist on the apple fritter and actual twists 
They're like twisty breads, delicious cheese savory twist, and the everything savory twist. And check out the new TimShop.ca and sign up for the new Tim's credit card. Get some points. Get points. Get the Tim's app, and you can get points that way, too, uh, by downloading the Tim's app to your phone. Tim's Tim Hortons in Brandon, Verdon, Nipois, Dauphin, and Mooseman. This appeared on our screens, and we were wondering, what the hell is going on? And it appears to have crashed into, uh, I don't know which tower it is, but... This is how our day started, and it was roughly this time in the morning, 10 to 8, and we thought, what the hell is going on here? I'm on the radio, and we had a television inside the studio that showed this exact scene. So CNN comes on with breaking news, and um, the this comes on with breaking news. Oh, do I have a mistake? The 23rd or 24th, says Michelle. Is that for the uh, for the wedding show? I will double check that. I will double check that. Okay. Abby's post says the 24, go with Abby. And I will double check that. Um, so, th- and then, so this was, sorry, I'm a little, we're going to go back here. So, again, as we woke up on September 11th, 2001, I'm doing a radio show. I remember playing uh, the group Wave, who don't really exist anymore. And as I'm playing Wave, uh, this happens. And there was a lot of discussion between songs, literally at this time in the morning, as we're watching CNN going, okay, it's a clear blue sky. What the hell happened? And of course, everyone's thinking, was it a small plane? It couldn't have been because that's a lot of damage there. That is a lot of damage to that building. We're thinking maybe the radar on on the airplane was bad. And that's how it crashed in. A lot of confusion. People just going, oh, well, you know, I guess the fire department will respond. There is a plane crash at the World Trade Center. Uh, This is plane number one. We're thinking, all right. But just bizarre because the first question was, was there fog that morning? And it was clear blue sky. And the smoke is billowing out. People are looking not not too much distress uh, in the streets. And then it was just a few minutes later that we were watching and this happened. That plane goes in on the other side and everyone knew at that second, at 9.03, when that second plane went into the second tower, that this was going to be really bad. And the whole environment at the radio station i worked at at the time changed got very very serious uh we had a um a news ticker at that time the old printer called dot matrix printer for those old enough to remember goes back and forth that thing just kept going breaking news breaking news breaking news uh it appears to be a terrorist attack the president has been notified in Florida. He's been moved. Dick Cheney has been moved. The prime minister has been notified. He's been moved. Um, everything is moving to like a lockdown situation. And as I thought about it this morning, it was a completely different universe back then. There was no social media. This, in my mind, was the last massive world event where people had to stop what they were doing and get to a radio. Or put the TV on. And people were bringing TVs into work. They were bringing televisions. They had radios on very loud. They wanted the latest updates. People were going to live coverage. And feel free to share where you were and what you were doing when this was going on. And after the second plane came in, Chrissy Troy, who now is working with Ace Burpee in Winnipeg on Virgin Radio, she was my co-host at the time. On September 11th, 2001, 
And she came running back into the studio. I'll never forget because she had a scared look on her face and said to me, Ty, is the world going to end today? I'll never forget that. And you kind of go into dad mode and you just say, um, no, the world is not going to end today. This is very, very bad. And I remember saying to her that you will remember who you were with and what you were doing today. We thought there for a minute that if they hit the Capitol, I, we all knew that the chances are they were going to they were going to try and take out Washington. And this could start something really, really bad. I reminded staff that we were in Brandon, okay, that if there were going to be any kind of attacks on any high buildings, we didn't really have a lot of high buildings in our town. In fact, we don't have any. Winnipeg would have been the closest. And it was at that point that they started evacuating towers in downtown Winnipeg. My sister worked at the TD Tower at the time, and they started pulling people out of there, telling them to get out. These images unfold in Washington and New York, and it was, tired mom says, it's so insane to think about, so unreal and so sad. Kathleen says it was crazy and surreal. Potentially in Winnipeg, and we thought that maybe they were going to start landing planes there because word had gotten out that uh, they were going to, that the airspace in the United States was completely closed. They did that very quickly, and they, the planes that were in the air, and I mean, they shut it down like now. Everything that was over the United States had to land at the nearest airport. But what about the international flights? So they sent them to Canada, but it was going to be Newfoundland that it was decided on, and that's where you've got shows like, uh, come from away that go into great detail about uh, how Newfoundland opened their hearts and the community and fed them. And there's people that go to Newfoundland to this day from all parts of the United States because of the hospitality that they showed in Newfoundland on September 11th. And it is really one of the feel good stories. If you have not seen that movie, a day like today is a good time to watch come from away. How are they ever going to, how are they ever going to get back to normal? Look at this disaster. Two of the largest buildings in North America just came crumbling down. It was a terrible, terrible day in September. No one really knew what to do. And again, social media didn't exist. So we were all kind of glued to our televisions in shock, looking for answers, looking for ways to help. What could we do, right? The human response is, where's the GoFundMe page, which I don't think even existed back then. What what could we do? How could we help in some way? I was actually, uh, as just a knee-jerk reaction, the only thing I felt that I could do is the Walmart at that time was at the Shoppers Mall, and I walked over to the Walmart I remember looking up at the clear blue sky, knowing that there would not be any planes flying overhead. And they had one American flag left in the Walmart in Brandon. And I bought it and I put it outside my door and I hung it up. And I that I thought that's, I, 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 did, I was just in such shock. I didn't know what to do. I wanted to, I, it just felt like an ass kicking needed to happen. You know, it's the reaction. It's like, whose ass are we going to go kick? Let's go. You punch a friend, and we're going to punch you in the mouth. So I went and got that flag and hung it up. And would you believe it was probably September 13th? I didn't know it at the time, but I had a B-52 bomber pilot from Minot Air Force Base who'd married a Canadian in my town. And he lived there on weekends. 
and went back and forth to the Minot Air Force Base in North Dakota. And he rang the doorbell. And uh, I just thought he was a guy selling something. And he says, hi, you don't know me. I'm a neighbor. I uh, work at the, I'm a pilot at the Air Force Base. Is this your house? And I said, yeah, it is. Is everything okay? And he's like, I just wanted to say thank you for putting that flag out. And it means, it means a lot. He was rather emotional and I was kind of emotional. And then he walked away. I didn't even get a chance to kind of say, hey, how, how long have you been at the base? Well, I'll never forget that. The aftermath of it and, and all the, the smoke and the haze. And I, I think I've shared the story a lot now that, uh, you know, when when they're doing the news coverage and you're looking at uh, at Manhattan and all this smoke that's wafing there, and you can see the Statue of Liberty. It was at that moment that I said to my wife that if we ever have a, a little girl, we should name her Liberty. And that's exactly what we did. Isn't that funny? At her worst moment, I can still see the picture. I'm sure you can too. Um, and uh, we named our daughter Liberty. And uh, we were kind of scared when she was born because we thought to ourselves, oh, what if she comes out and she looks like a Samantha or she looks like a Bernadette or something like that? And she came out and she was born in December of uh, 2003, just two years later. And it's like, no, that's Libby. That's Libby. That's That's Liberty. Well, uh, so Drew Barrymore is causing a bit of a stir this morning. Um, this is going to be appearing likely in some type of feed you follow because apparently she's bringing her talk show back. That is not a big deal. What is a big deal is there's a writer's strike going on right now. And so Drew Barrymore has decided to take it upon herself a la Tyler Glenn Beach Bunker style. I know you find it hard to believe. I don't have any writers on my show. I I know, I know you find it hard to believe I don't have any directors or cameramen or people assisting me with my incredible content and 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 earth-shattering special effects. I know it's surprising. I know you're beside yourself. I know it's hard to believe, but it's true. I do it all myself. This is just me, myself, and I, from accounts payable to sales to uh, the show itself, I am a one-man operation, the one-man band for the show. And now Drew is going to do the same thing. Drew is like, you know what? If that guy in Brandon can do it, I think that I could do it that way too. But this has caused some concern, right? Because the writers are, they make the show funny. They make it, you know, and they keep her on track and the producers and so on and so Anyway, it's going to be an interesting little experiment that um, she said, and she says, uh, quote, I own this choice. And when I do the show, we are in full compliance in that we're not going to discuss or promote any films or television of any kind that may be affected by the current strike. Probably a lot of pop culture stuff, fun food and fun places and mayhem of life. Drew, you're welcome on the show anytime. If you need some pointers on running your own show, Drew, I can help you out. Uh, but I, my time is tight. I could probably give you 10 minutes or so, maybe 15 minutes, because, uh, you know, I run a tight schedule. I got lots of things going on. I got like food trucks to go to and 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 gas to pump, vacuum cleaners to empty out and put the contents for sale on eBay. It's like important things going on in my life. Is she a lurker? Drew, don't be a lurker. Come on, Drew. 
HostFest is coming up. Boy, it's just a couple weeks away now. HostFest, the largest Scandinavian festival of its kind in all of North America, and you could be going September 27th through 30th in Minot. The festival embraces Scandinavian culture through handcrafted merchandise, authentic cuisine, and world-class entertainment like Medora's production of Million Dollar Quartet, Daniel O'Donnell, the Oak Ridge Boys, Terry Fader, Daughtry, and Brothers Osborne. Join us in continuing the legacy at the 44th Annual Norse Coast Fest. For more information or to purchase tickets, visit hostfest.com. Murray Chevrolet Buick GMC Cadillac Certified Service Express, where they donate a dollar to Bear Clan Helping Hands at Samaritan House every time you get an oil change, making a difference in the community at 8430. And while you wait, They're showing you both filters every time while certified technicians perform a multi-point visual inspection. And don't forget, you get $10 off that 8430 just for listening and watching the show. Just mention the show. And I'm supposed to get $10 off. It's the Sunseeker 10. And they'll do it for you. That's it. Uh, And if you've got more time on your hands, you can leave your vehicle with them for the day. And they'll do the oil change, multi-point inspection, and tire rotation. And for $149.99, and you get a $20 Shell fuel card. Murray Chevrolet GMC Cadillac Richmond Avenue, your quick, reliable, charitable, and affordable oil change experience. Butter on sandwiches. Who cares, you say to yourself. Butter on sandwiches? That doesn't make any sense. We put butter on sandwiches all the time. No, 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 no. Apparently not. And as I'm doing this, it occurred to me that French people do something very weird with sandwiches that I think you guys would find strange. So I wanted to share it with you. This is butter. So obviously I have an entire half a baguette, obviously. Um, And what they do, it's like a classic sandwich. It's ham, cheese, and butter. Literally just swab it on. No mayonnaise, no mustard, just butter. And listen, I know you might be thinking that sounds gross. It's actually so good. Is it healthy? No, of course not. Look at all that. So I'm going to butter these babies up. And then I just put um, amental, amontel cheese and jambon de pays. So ham. And that's, that's, that's what we eat. That's what we eat over here. Butter sandwiches with ham and cheese. Butter sandwiches with ham and cheese. We used to call those funeral sandwiches. They were always the best. Fat as well, but like at least there's some flavor. And it's good, dude. It's good. Don't don't ask me. Don't knock it till you try it. Okay. Have you ever encountered that where someone says, "Oh my God, what are you making? What are you putting butter on your sandwiches?" To me, it doesn't seem that weird. But I'm thinking that again for a lot of our American friends, they're going, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" You start with the mayonnaise. Misbehaving says the butter looks a little cold. Tashu says, my son eats butter with his sandwiches because he will not eat mayo, mustard, or anything else. So what's wrong with that? But it's so delicious. It's so good. It is like, oh, man, it's so bad for you. Paul says, yeah, OMG, butter on a sandwich? Who knew? Tired mom's in shock. Kathleen says, best with egg salad, but I prefer imperial margarine to butter. Everyone that isn't from America says, Esau, eats a sandwich like that. Wow, says Leon. In the UK, we also add milk to our cereal. Go figure. Nina says, is it healthy? No, but mayonnaise is. Uh, Boodle says, isn't that like a completely normal, healthy way to make a sandwich? Um, the only reason I own butter is to spread it on my sandwiches, says Lauren. Um, Vicky says, it's strange the U.S. is not using butter. Uh, so many people are saying that, listen, you got to have butter on your sandwiches. Malin says, oh, that's literally how all Europe eats sandwiches, is with butter. This is an American issue. And R says, I can't think of anything worse than a sandwich without butter. 
Kelly says, I live in New Zealand. Butter on bread is the norm and has been since forever. Duh. Uh, Nanu says, okay, are you from America? <laughs> Gianna says, representing South America here, we put butter on our sandwiches too. Salem sounds pretty normal to me. Brianna says, I thought everyone did this. Elvira says, I'm in America and I use butter, but I am Mexican. Okay. And Alexa finishes off the comments with, the USA is on another planet. (laughs) It's not deep fried. If you deep fried the sandwich, then butter, ham, cheese, then you take it, egg wash, flour, deep fry it, then you're good to go. Alternative Choice Garden Center has got their summer dream sale on now. It is a pre-fall blowout for hot end-of-season deals. Save on trees, perennials, shrubs, umbrellas, raised bed planters, self-watering planters, shade sales, and more for a limited time. 40% off trees, shrubs, perennials, 50% off La Chusa, shade sales, coir pots, veg trugs, raised planters. Fountains and inserts. Yes, 50% off. And don't forget, they've got the Grow Together Rewards program. If you love your yard, you'll love the Alternative Group, a full-service company of landscaping, yard care, garden center, and even excavation. Alternativegroup.ca, where the clearance is on at Alternative Choice Garden Center. And our friends at Auto Fashion. It's not just detailing, it's fine auto finishing. Auto Fashion serves Southern Manitoba with a wide range of services to make your vehicle look like new. Skilled professionals using the latest techniques and high-quality products for ceramic coating, window tinting, paint correction, and more. MPI accredited, specializing in paintless dent and hail damage repair, help with faded color, grime scratches, swirls, and paint correction. They can bring back your vehicle's fresh, clean look and feel. And they love local. You bring your MPI hail claim to Auto Fashion, you get a $50 gift card to your favorite local restaurant, and you get some fine service to go with that, too. Great, great people. Auto Fashion, Facebook, Instagram, or 255 17th Street North, behind Lee's Buffet. Your vehicle, Auto Fashion's passion. The 10 things, 10 worst things house guests do, according to a new survey. Kathleen says, there aren't too many things that bother me. Well, we'll we'll knock off a few of these on the list, and we'll see if you can say yes or no to these. Uh, There's only 10. 10, they've broke one of my things. The nightmare of respectful and well-meaning house guests everywhere is breaking something, being a toilet or a vase. Accidents happen, but when you have people over, they can sometimes break something. My saying is, it's not a party until somebody breaks something. I always say that, even if there's not a party going on. Somebody drops a plate because everybody goes, oh, God, what happened? It's not a party until somebody breaks something. And then it goes, that's funny because now we're partying and it makes everybody feel better. But it is annoying if somebody comes in and breaks your toilet. At number nine, drank too much alcohol. Uh Uh-oh. If you're staying under the roof, it can be easy to forget that some people hold last call a lot earlier. Even if you're in high spirits about spending time with your host, data shows it's best to limit your alcohol consumption because this actually annoys them when Tyler stays up till 4.30 in the morning watching YouTube videos of Saturday morning cartoons, old TV commercials, and videos of Expo 86. Come on. Do you remember this? This is good. This is good. This is a good show. 
Not too much on the booze. Gotta remember that. Number eight, arriving uninvited. Ding dong. Hello. Okay, that does annoy me. That does annoy me. I'm sorry. I have friends that do this. But you might be in the middle of work. You might be in the middle of something else, something important. And the bing bong, the doorbell rings. Popping by someone's house for a quick hello when you're in their neighborhood might be perfectly polite, but it's a very different situation if you show up toting your suitcase. If you were there to drop something off, say a quick hello, I can't stay, I was in the neighborhood, here's a flower, hello, goodbye, that's fine. But when you're saying, hey, look what I've got, I've got supper, or I've got suitcases, or, and you know, you're, it's so awful, because they're being kind, they're, they would like to have supper with you, but what if you just cooked supper? What if you were on a conference call with your boss and they're coming in the front door? I mean, it can that can be annoying arriving uninvited. And number seven, woke me up early. We all have different morning habits. However, staying with someone else is one time when you should try to change your own to mirror theirs. You should also try you should try and be with your guest. So if your guest wakes up at 5 a.m., I'm sorry, you probably should get in that routine. You should know that ahead of time. And if you're staying with a guest that likes to sleep until noon. Congratulations. Number six, kept me up late. Getting out of bed too early for guests may be one problem, but according to the data, it's slightly worse to neglect their need for sleep by keeping them awake at night. Not a good time to try to perfect your trombone that you brought with you. That's hot cross buns. I'm trying to sleep. What are you doing to me? The 10 things that annoy us, the worst things house guests do, according to a study that just came out today. At number five, hogging the bathroom. Even if your morning or evening routine is relatively quick, and be, it can be easy to forget that staying with someone usually means you're now splitting all that important room with others who need to use it too. Number four, made a mess in my home. While keeping your home tidy is essential, it's arguably even more important to keep others cleaner. You do not want to be leaving behind a mess. It kind of goes without saying. What's a not a joke is expecting more snacks or drinks than I had. Grazing on items in your fridge or helping yourself to a soda might be par for the course at home, but it's not the same when you're visiting someone else's home. Expecting a pantry packed with the highest, uh, the third highest on the list of was ranked, sorry, expecting a packed pantry ranked third highest on the list of irritating guest behaviors number three like where's the food at where's the drinks at i'm gonna open cupboards grab the whiskey grab a burrito from the freezer hey it's kind of like making myself at home even though people say make yourself at home they don't really mean make yourself at home i learned that the first time someone said that to me make yourself at home and i immediately removed my pants sat on their couch and farted. Then I picked my nose and turned the TV to football and got in big trouble. Not because football was on, but I was in my underwear picking my nose. But they had said to me, make yourself at home. I completely misunderstood that it was a suggestion and a phrase meant to welcome me and not something that I should take literally. So... As I was scratching my groin, I was promptly tossed from the living room and learned a lesson, a valuable lesson, which I share with you. Make yourself at home means welcome. Be comfortable. Don't 
take crap from my fridge and my cupboard. Just sit, be nice, and enjoy. Um, number two, overstayed their welcome. Uh, arguably, the golden rule of being a house guest is not to stick around so long that you become a burden or a nuisance. According to experts, it might be best to address just how long you're going to be staying. It's that classic line from Christmas Vacation. Well, Clark, we're going to take that RV with us when we leave next month. And he spits out his eggnog because it's like, okay, Eddie's going to be in the house annoying them for like a day or two through Christmas. And he says, yeah, uh, we're going to take that with us when we leave next month. Great line. Just like, oh, God, can you imagine being stuck with those people? Anyway, uh, overstaying your welcome is number two. And number one, number one, most annoying thing, the top 10 things that are annoying when people come over to see you stay, visit, expecting more meals than I plan to prepare. Cooking a meal for your guests is the ultimate act of good hosting. I love it. I'm sure you do too. It's great to cook for others. It's sharing in its most primitive and ultimate basic form that you're going to cook some food for these people. But because of the time and preparation it takes to bring it all together, it can become a heavy burden if you arrive to a visit expecting them to act as a personal chef. What time's breakfast around here on day four? Is this all Is this all that we're going to eat for dinner? Do you want me to, instead of waiting for the dinner bell, consider returning the favor by treating your host to a dinner out on the town or leaving a gift certificate to their favorite restaurant if they don't have time to join you during your stay? Good advice. There's your 10. Have an amazing day. It's going to be a great week, okay? This is going to be a fantastic weather week. It's going to be a great week with positive vibes. Positive vibes. Positive vibes. It's going to be a great week, sun seekers. I'm sending positive vibes. Best Monday of the year coming up for you, I promise. And a great week, okay? Thanks to our sponsors, Co-ops of Westman, Sunrise Credit Union, Tim Hortons, Western Manitoba, Backyard on Aberdeen, Host Fest, Murray Chevrolet, Cadillac Buick, GMC Certified Service Express, Alternative Choice Garden Center, and Auto Fashion. Have a great day. We'll see you again tomorrow at 7. Have a magnificent Monday. See you again tomorrow morning at 7. Thank you again so much for being here, and we'll see you tomorrow morning, okay?